Welcome to A Break From The Grind. I'm your host, Jason, and this is my co-host, George. Say hi to the people, George. Hola, people. Como estas? Muy bien, gracias. Y tú? Y, si, si, muy bien. I think we've, ex- like, that's totally all of our Spanish. Yeah, you guys ain't getting no more Spanish from us other than that. Like, maybe some Spanish rice. No, uh, that's no. Yeah, no. No. Okay. You can't even cook rice. All I right, can so cook rice. We have a special guest on this week. Why don't you go ahead and introduce the guest, Jason? This week we have on none other than Swagzilla. Say hi, Swag. Hello, everybody. He's saying hello to all 7.5 listeners. <laughs> all of you. And, and well, the thing is, I don't like to listen to myself, so you might only have six listeners on this one. That's okay. We don't like listening to you either, but do us a favor. <laughs> At least download for us. That's all we really care about. Yeah, don't you don't have to listen. Just download. It gets our numbers up. Yeah. We need to show constant it- improvement. No, honestly, thanks for having me. It's nice to finally be with the Credible Podcast. <laughs> new favorite member, or new favorite guest, excuse me. <laughs> well, so Swagzilla is talking about uh, Profit wanted to start some beef, I think, and uh, and he wanted to have some kind of podcast war. I, I don't think that would work very well. Why not? He actually would have to do a podcast. Oh, <laughs> see, and you've said that. We, we talked about this before the show. You've said that, but... This is only going to be our second show in like four weeks. This is true. So that's not a good attack line for from us. That's it, it doesn't say much for Profit's numbers either, though. No, that's true. Yeah, because I, like the last four weeks, I think he's only put out one podcast more than us. <laughs> what I would say is I'd actually have to listen to his podcast to know he was starting beef. Shots fired. Now, I heard Swagzilla was on the show recently on Clock Dodgers. I was practicing for this, though. That's all. Like, take it easy on me. It was like a warm up. <laughs> yep. There you go. A little bit of vocal stretching, huh? <laughs> all right. So, hey, while we got you on, why don't you tell us? Let's start off with uh, you telling us a little bit about yourself. Boy, the, that's <laughs> a, the toughest question. You didn't put this on my thing. <laughs> well, this falls under BS. Nowhere, yeah, nowhere on the notes. Yeah. <laughs> The notes that George almost didn't send you. Those notes. Listen, the notes are. Listen, I got the text. Opening the email. That's all I need. I have proof. I sent him something. Eventually. Yes. About five minutes before the show started. It was like. Six um. Minutes. Well. Well, man, I'll tell you, I'm. Uh, I'm getting married this summer. Be married in June. I'd say congratulations, um, but I really want to say don't do it. <laughs> I've tried to talk myself out of it. If you can't, then I don't know. So, um, two kids. Um, this will be my second marriage. So you, so you've been, so you know they suck. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, you've made this mistake before. (laughs) Yep, been down this road. (laughs) How how old are your kids, if you don't mind my asking? I have a five-year-old daughter and an eight-year-old boy. Awesome. Which one you like more? They both have some pretty great qualities. Listen, listen, both Jason and I have a a, a boy and a girl. I ain't gonna lie, I like the girl better. Boy, boy, uh, man, girls, girls have a special spot in a in a father's heart that that boys will just never have. I'm I'm a hundred percent with you, the, but the boys they're, they're different too. I mean, they're so much easier. Like, um, but but yeah, there's something about my daughter. I mean, she rules the world she knows it nobody can look at you like that 
and and I mean for for the bad looks and the good looks, and you're just like, oh, okay. See, like, I've I've got the uh, I've got kind of a thing going where it's the same as you know your daughter is. There's something special about having a daughter and daddy's little girl. The problem is my son is at that four year old fun can throw him around age. So it's it really is a split right down the middle because while daddy's girl is always going to be a special thing, being able to pick up my son and body slam him down onto the bed, amazing. But- I can pretend I'm like the <laughs> ultimate warrior and, you know, pick him up, put him down, pick him up, put him down, and then just throw him, and he just laughs. It's it's awesome. Yeah. but the- I couldn't do that with my daughter. But but here's the problem. He will grow out of this. I stage. do that with my daughter. Yeah, I, I did. I did a little bit of that with Victoria. She she loved to be suplexed. She loved to be just thrown onto the bed. She thought it was just the greatest. She'd run, jump on the bed, and jump on my back. I mean, she 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 likes the roughhouse. So, my daughter is far more physical and coordinated at her age than my son was by far. Yeah, I'm, my daughter is the same way. She's definitely more coordinated than my son, who is currently hobbling around with a boot on his foot. Ooh. He, uh, he went, my wife took him to the beach over spring break and he went skimboarding and the skimboard went one way. His foot went the other. Can I ask about meeting Matthew Barry? Oh, absolutely. What do you want to know? I mean, you've, I've seen you message a little bit about it, but I don't know. Go off, man. Like, were, I'm sorry. Were you both there? Were you both there? Or was that just you, Gio and your wife? I know you two went. No, Did you go, Dr. Mill? No. So I didn't go. Uh, what happened was. George has so little at work to do, he could take time off. On the other hand, I just took my first day off in, I think, six months, Friday from my <laughs> surgery. So so George George was allowed to take the time off. I, um, I, I couldn't have pulled that off. See, Jason says I took the time off. What he doesn't know is that I actually came into work early so I could leave early. So I could still get... Yeah. See, the position that I'm in now, I can get... I can go in early and start work or I can come in late and start work. And throughout the day, the what I do just doesn't really change. There's still a lot to do. We're never caught up. Right. You can nap just as easily at seven o'clock as you can at like three thirty. It's cool. <laughs> Absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. The, the the only problem is that there's no napping and I have a lot more responsibility. But uh no, so it was just me and the wife. I, I managed to get somebody to watch the kids. Me and her went to Orlando, went to the ESPN club, uh, met Mr. Matthew Berry. Just had, kind of had a little date. Uh, he just a little question answer session. Um, there, the, I, I got, I did get to ask him a question. After that, we just kind of stood in line, got to go up and meet him. Real nice guy, uh, really personable. Most people you think you go up, you get to meet him. You know, shake their hand if you have anything that you want signed. He would have signed it and then like, okay, move on to the next guy. He wasn't like that at all. He actually sat there and talked with each person that came up to him for a good five to ten minutes. My highlight of the whole night, other than obviously meeting him and getting to talk to him, was there was a guy that was two people in front of me. And he asked him if, if he wouldn't mind doing a little video talking smack to his fantasy league. And TMR went off on this guy's fantasy league. They they took the phone out and recorded, and he went off for about two and a half minutes on a on one of his rant and raves about how this guy was going to be the champion next year, and everybody else was just playing for second and whatnot. <laughs> um, it it was really cool, and I, and and I thought you know that right there, you know, it, it didn't cost anything, but it's a memory that that guy's going to have for for forever. 
Right, so. and it was an easy no yeah. that a lot of the, a lot of celebrities would have said no. Exactly. You know, what you or made an excuse. But you know what you could have done? What's that? Had Matthew Barry go, and you're listening to Break from the Grind podcast, or have him say, "And thank you for taking a break from the grind." You could have done any of that, but instead you chose to share that guy's memory, and you'll have that guy's memory forever, and came away with like you know oh, nothing. No, no, because so when I got to talk to him, I got to tell him the story about how we did our. Um, our Toys for Tots drive. He was extremely moved by that. He actually gave me his personal email, asked me to email him the story. Uh, he said that he was going to talk about it on his podcast. And if we're doing one next year, he would talk about it on his podcast. He would tweet it and he might even make a donation. He's got to make sure that he's allowed to, but if he's allowed to, he'll even make a donation. Did you email him? I actually have the letter right here. I was waiting for you to read it before I clicked send. So how long has that been now? I, I've been really busy at work, and I've been leaving my <laughs> laptop at work. So I haven't had a chance to type it up. So, so this, I've been doing it on my lunch break for the last couple of days. This super special thing happened, and I've taken no steps to make it even better. <laughs> no, there's no rush. It's, 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 there's no rush. Got to make sure it's right. I got to run it through the proper channels before I send it you off. Must, you must be a clock dodger. So, uh, right? <laughs> so not only not only do we not have a cool Matthew Berry thank you for taking a break from your daily grind. We, we have also, a picture of Matthew Berry standing next to me in my break from a grind t-shirt. That's good. I did see that. that you guys should have like swapped jerseys or something. Listen, nobody wants to see me take my shirt off. I, I think Matthew Berry would agree nobody wants to see him take his shirt off. <laughs> Although he was wearing a pretty cool uh, Crusher League Like a Grape shirt. Nice. Yeah. I, I tried to look at that picture in your profile, but it's hard to see the whole thing. I'll, I'll send you a, a, a text of it after. I don't, think, yeah. I don't think Swag really cares. I, I don't think he does either. It's but. just an ugly guy standing next to Matthew Berry. <laughs> This is true. It's this pretty is cool, true. though. It's not. It's not as cool as having him like say something for your podcast, as right. Jason mentioned. But it's kind of cool, right? I mean, I mean, look, having the picture is awesome. There's only so much that get, that gets George a, a cool jolly. But uh, it, it would have been like every time we close the show, we could have Matthew Berry saying, "Thank you for taking a break from your daily grind." So I don't even know if he would be allowed to do that, to be honest. Because, Why? Because of his contract with He'd, ESPN. He wouldn't be making any so money like, off of it. So, like, if it doesn't matter. If we eventually get him to come on the show, and I know, you'll, Jason, you'll be a big fan of this, he cannot give any, any fantasy advice at all. And that's fine. No uh, football talk at all. He's I, contractually obligated to where if he goes on another show, he's not allowed to talk about fantasy sports. And I'm good with that. <laughs> Honestly, that's a good thing, especially for this show. Yes. Because um, we've talked about, and we talked about this a little bit this week, and uh, Swag, I'd love to hear your your thoughts on this. We hadn't talked about this before the show, but George and I talked about it. Um, we've talked about having a couple of uh, fantasy football podcast hosts on the show, and George says inevitably we'll get into talking about fantasy football and the meat of, like, pick this guy or this guy, take, you know, the draft coming up, questions and answers about that. My take on that is, why would somebody listen to Break from the Grind to to hear whoever that host is give fantasy football advice? They would just go to that guy's show. Whereas, you you come to Break from the Grind to hear him talk about maybe the ideas of how he gets his picks. And like, like we're going to delve into your, um, into your polls here in a little bit. 
because I want to hear about why you why you do what you do and how you came about doing it. But the results or the the meat and potatoes of it, that's something that you can release however you're planning on releasing it without us. Yeah, they went they it. did that on that other crappy podcast. Right. <laughs> so, I will do my best. Um he, he did that on the amateur show. <laughs> <laughs> but so so my thing is I don't mind talking to these guys and seeing how they come to their decisions, but I really don't want to get into the meat and potatoes of those decisions because I'll just listen to their show. Right. But but it's inevitable. Even even I mean, a lot of the questions that you get when you put the fantasy life app questions up, people are always throwing in football questions. Like they don't know what you guys are trying to do. The football questions are just there, right? And I well, so and when they and when they happen, it's not like I ignore them or I don't I don't not ask those questions, but I try and steer away from them. Even though we're we, we don't claim to be fantasy football experts. Well, so, I mean, we are experts, but we're not sharing that with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so here, here was my so let me give you my argument because i like i said jason's giving you one side my, my thing was is our, our our biggest platform is a fantasy sports app and we have a fantasy sports expert on the show inevitably somebody's going to want to ask a question that would be pertaining directly to the situation that they're in and if it's during the off season, most likely it's going to be a dynasty or keeper league or something like that. And the odds of you getting your specific question asked and answered by a, a fantasy expert on their show is slim to none. But if you come, if we have them on our show where we take the questions directly from our seven and a half listeners, and say, hey, you know, this specific person asked this specific question. I think you're more likely to, to tune in and to listen just so you can, uh, what is that in the background? It's honestly a fucking vacuum, dude. Who's vacuuming? <laughs> Sorry. You trying to vacuum and podcast? George, you bored him so much with your fantasy football talk, he decided to start vacuuming. It's like, oh shit, I better, I better do my chores before my fiance gets home. <laughs> It's, I'm not folding clothes. <laughs> You're not pissing on a fence, are you? <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Okay, good. It hasn't uh, been two hours yet, to be fair. This is true. Although this, we're working our way into it. This is true. But yeah, I, that, that was my argument. Is if you, you have an opportunity to ask a, a fantasy sports expert a question that pertains directly to your specific situation. I mean, how many times have you sent a question in on like CBS Sports on, on Saturday on who should I start? Or before the Fantasy Life app, you know, you posted in ESPN and hope that somebody would answer your question. And, and of course, they're not going to. But right. this way, you know, you actually have a direct line to the person. And you know Jason and I will ask any freaking question. Might not get an answer like it is Elon Musk musky. Listen, we know the answer. But, damn it, we're not telling you. No, I think that's a good point. When you bring all that up, it's pretty well thought out. Yeah, I think, yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. You'd feel pretty cool. If, I mean, you guys know how it is when, if you get mentioned on any of those things, and then if you had hypothetically Matthew Barry or anybody on your show and they answered, I know you said he couldn't answer any questions, but a question, it's like, oh, and they got my question, and they're never going to think until now that they're like, oh, yeah, it was one of 10 questions that were. <laughs> I, I, I can't count how many times somebody asked me, hey, did you ask my question? For example, I'll get probably four or five people that will ask me, hey, did you ask why is in my question? And I'm like, yeah, I asked him. And I'm like, oh, cool. I can't wait to hear the answer. And it's fucking you. 
But you know, what I mean, the, no offense. You know what the thing is, though, and, and I know what George is going to tell me if we ever do get Matthew Barry on here or someone of that stature. George is going to be like, we can't ask the normal questions. We oh no, bullshit! We, they are getting exactly what we get for. Uh, we're yes, gonna, we're going to ask Ricky. We're going to ask Ricky M. Question about his dad. Yep. We're, <laughs> we're going to ask Matthew Barry if he'll help with AJ's homework. We'll ask Matthew Barry if he'll fuck Mary Kill. Yep. <laughs> no, I'm good with all this. He's getting the but, same. But, but one of the experts we were, I was thinking about having on, we can actually ask fantasy questions too. Because they're, they're not under contract to anybody. They're non-obligated or anything like that. Yeah, but they're and, also the people that will answer every question that comes their way. This is very true as well. This is very true. But a lot of people won't reach out to these people because they don't think that they will actually respond to them. Like the first time I reached out to them and he actually responded, I was freaked. I didn't think he would actually respond. Never mind two seconds later. They do this for a living. They got nothing better going on. Well, that's not true. <laughs> I mean, Some of them get pretty busy. It gets lost in the rough. Yes, absolutely. George Putts from the rough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just rough. Um, <laughs> so anyway... Well, let's so let's get into. I know you did this a little bit on um, that other podcast that won't be named because it the it, amateur show they never release anything. I just answered all these questions the other night on Clock Dodgers, so I'm going to try to answer them a little different. No, you know what? Is it, you just, if you just if you just answered them, I'm going to say I'm just joking. Wouldn't that have been fucked up though? <laughs> if you just answered these questions, I'm going to say go listen to that show and then come back here. And we'll we'll do something different because we don't need to, we don't need to copy what they do. Plus, after listening to about five minutes of that, you want to run, come running back anyway. <laughs> so so we're gonna skip that since you've already done it. We've uh we'll uh what we're gonna do now. Well, we're gonna, I mean, unless you want to do it on the better show with less listeners. Um, but if you're good, we'll skip it since you've already done it. <laughs> I wonder if um, I wonder if Prophet would mind if we just like took that portion of his show cut it out and put it right here <laughs> just edit it in just edit his voice out and then george and i could ask the questions <laughs> fuck i think i'm gonna do that oh i'm gonna cut this all out no you gotta play our intro right yeah and then immediately go right into his not his and intro then, but like yeah no the- do, his, do his intro just like the first couple seconds like five seconds of it and then finish up with our intro <laughs> Somebody's vacuuming again. Dude, it's nonstop. It's um, above me. You leaving with a clean freak? I think maybe they're a little bored. (laughs) Vacuum's at 8 o'clock. I don't know. Obviously the person who lives above you. (laughs) All right. So Sorry. that's okay. Oh, so dude, it's all good. It's so all since good. you since you already did that, and we've now just cut in profits, question and answers about that, um, <laughs> we'll go ahead and move past it. And uh, before we move into the questions and answers, uh, we're trying to make this a weekly thing. We're gonna do our fat guy food tip of the week. Uh, George did the last week's food tip of the fat guy food tip of the week, so it's this week. It's my turn to come up with something. Um, mine is uh, truly a fat guy food tip because it's at McDonald's. McDonald's there when you need them. You ever swag? You ever go to McDonald's? Um, yes. How many times do you go through McDonald's and you get like the last little bit of shitty fries? You know That's what I mean? That's disappointing. You get the nasty, cold, soggy ass fries. They've been in there for too long. Here's a here's a fat guy food tip for you. Ask for fries with no salt. 
Fresh every time. Every time you get fries from McDonald's, if you ask for no salt, they'll make you a fresh batch. You'll have to wait a couple minutes. They'll make That's you a, a good batch. refresher, though. I haven't done that in a while. That's a good one. Um, it kind of works on burgers, too, except you pretty much have to take stuff off a burger that was, you know, if you want a fresh burger, like if you take off the cheese, they'll have to make you a new one because they can't scrape off cheese. Or yeah, you Same know. thing with the condiments. Like if, <laughs> if you go through and you know the burger is made with ketchup, just tell them I don't want no ketchup, and they'll take it off. And I know what you're thinking. Who the hell eats a cheeseburger without ketchup? Well, all you got to do is ask for a ketchup packet, and you can put the ketchup back on your freshly made burger. It's the same with the yep. fries. You know, nobody eats fries without salt, but the, you can ask for salt packets. I, they'll look at, they will look at you funny when you ask for fries with no salt. Listen, they, they go, will look at you funny, but you're going to have fresh fries. You're going to have fucking hot, fresh fries. So that's my food tip of the week. You just change up your order a little bit. I'll also go out on a limb and throw out a second one. Don't change anything more than three different ways. It just confuses them. Yes. So if you want a taco at Taco Bell, don't ask them to add onion, subtract tomatoes, and half the lettuce. Because somehow you'll end up with a nachos grande. (laughs) Any more than like two changes to an item at most fast food places... And your order's going to be completely fucked up when you get it. At, at that point, you're playing order roulette. I mean, you're just you either going to shoot yourself or you're going to get a blank. But so, it's not a gamble you want to take. So change your food. That way you get hot and fresh. But don't change it too much because you'll get somebody else's order. Yeah. Just ask for something that you take something off that you can easily put right back on. Exactly. Yeah, when I was when I was thinking about it, I thought cheese would be like the best one. No, because you're not going to ask for cheese on the side. I've done it, and they asked me about <laughs> and they asked me about it, and I said I, I told them I like cold cheese. <laughs> I just wanted a slice of cheese. <laughs> I don't want I don't want it all melted when I eat it. I I want to put it back on it, be cold, and then I can eat it, and it's like the contrast and hot. And they, <sighs> no, I want I want melted cheese on my burger every time. The other thing you can do is if you're doing low carb. Which wouldn't be a fat guy food tip, but if you're doing low carb, no bun guarantees you fresh burger every time. Yep. I have asked for bun on the side too. <laughs> I'm just I'm just over here shaking my head. Alright, so And the so, sad thing is I know Jason's actually telling the truth when he says that. That's no, that's that's the real problem. No, I've done that. I, I know you I believe you. Yeah. I'm not doubting it one bit. No, bun on I'm the side. I'm just shaking my head because I know you've done it. What's weird is when you get like a Big Mac and not only do you get like the top bun and the bottom bun, but you get that middle piece too. <laughs> so it's like a bun sandwich. <laughs> that guy food tips gone awry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're moving past fat guy food tips and we're going to move into your questions and answers. Uh, every week we put out a shout guest or not um, asking for questions from you guys, the fans uh, that you can find that on the fa- uh, fantasy life app. Uh, we also have an email address. It is bftgpodcast at gmail.com. Someday I will get a question from somebody somebody at that email, and I will read it out loud. All right, so our first question from the Fantasy Life app comes from Trade Master. or Master. He's French. Why do, you, why do your... Tr- Swagzilla, why do your trade offers, offers remind me of the one time I shit my pants and I had no idea why it happened? I can answer. I can answer this for you, Swag. If you want, you want me to get this one. You can go for it, Trade Master. It's probably because you're always drunk, so it always seems like the same. I, I was thinking. <laughs> I was after having him on the show and he pissed on the fence. 
I was just kind of thinking maybe he just shits his pants off them. <laughs> well, he accepted it. <laughs> oh, what was the trade? So, so it was easier for him to accept than shit in his pants, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the trade? Uh, I gave him my Jeremy Hill for his Malcolm Mitchell. Do you regret that? Not really. It was after the Cooks signed in uh, um, wherever he signed, New England. So I, I kind of was thinking still on that youth. I'm kind of over Jeremy Hill. I kind of got rid of all of my Bengals running backs. It, I think they'll draft a running back. I'm kind of getting – he's still sort of young. I'm kind of getting worried about Jeremy Hill, though. Bengals running backs. They had Rex Burkhead, and they let him go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. And now they're getting – it sounds like uh, Mike Gilsey's going to – Patriots as collect, well. Collecting you, if you own a New England running back, just get rid of him. Whatever you can do, <laughs> just get rid of him at this point. Yep. So quick. All right. Uh, next question is from JJK. He wants to know where his wedding invite and tacos are. Well, you you guys both got your wedding invites, I know, because you absolutely. replied. Absolutely. So maybe maybe that's a sign. Can we podcast from your wedding? Because I think that would be awesome if we did. That would be, yeah. Like Jason, Jason and I could do like uh, commentary? Co- color commentary on the vows. That would be awesome. And then, and, then, and, then, and then as the bridesmaids walk down, we could be like, yep, she's guilty. Hell no, she's innocent. <laughs> yes, yes. Maybe if I've had a few, yes. Is that still in a dress? <laughs> no, 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 that's Neil. Oh. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Uh, Texas. That's who I'm going to marry at the end of the <laughs> oh, So you don't know because I'm getting ready to release this this episode from last week um, tonight or first thing in the morning, depending on on what we decide. But um, I I vowed not to kill Neil anymore in any of these episodes. Yep. Um, I'm on at least 30 days. I, I realized I was a, a killing Neil addict. I was getting shakes. <laughs> and, uh, and I felt like the joke kind of had run its course. So it's going to take something very special for us to bring that back out. Uh, so uh, you can kill Neil all you want, but it, it won't be from any prompting from me. So uh, our next question is from Texas Chief. Uh, he wants to know, how do you like... <laughs> How do you like think Todd Gurley is like going to like do with like the like new coaching staff? This must be a new guy on the app, right? At, at, at Texas Chief, I don't think so. I'm just, but, uh, I'm nobody just likes kidding. him. He's got no friends. I know that much. He's making fun of me because on that first Clock Dodgers episode, I said like a lot. as like, like. So. That's what he thinks he's funny. I think he's funny too, though. He has his moments. <laughs> sometimes it's so. Sometimes dealing with him can be difficult because you really can't tell if he's being sarcastic or not. Well, he just always thinks he's funny. <laughs> well, that, that that could be it. <laughs> That's a big part of it. You know, and <laughs> he's funnier than you, and. He's, he's going to be more right than you, and as long as you let him know that you know that everything's all good. Oh, okay. I thought you were, thought you were saying he was actually funnier than me, and he knew more than me. I was like, well, thank you for taking a break from your daily grind. We all, we all know I'm the funny one on the show. I don't know. I'm on, a, I'm on a roll tonight. That's TX Chief, though. He's a good guy, but yeah, it just... 
He's going to tell you what he thinks, and he doesn't care what you think. <laughs> hey, 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 TX Chief. The Chiefs suck. Uh, <laughs> MJ Baller 3 with the next question. Uh, why did you but, offer But me- I think I think Gurley will be fine, though, to answer your question. I think he's going to be fine. He's got the same running back coach this year. Um, he's got the same offensive know. line. Yeah. yeah. Same wide receivers, <laughs> same quarterback. He's going to be great. Nine man fronts all day long. He's well, going to be fucking those, fantastic. See, this is what's my. What's wrong this, with those wide receivers? This, this is my. But wait, this is my argument about like fantasy football podcasts at this point in the year. You say he has the same running backs and wide receivers. You have no idea who they're going to draft. Yeah, or, they're, they're probably going to draft a um a wide receiver to be honest. Or who's gonna or who's gonna get released after the draft. Or, I mean, the teams could be completely different by the time. What are you doing now? Who? Who? Me? Is there a fucking owl on the line with this? (laughs) I don't ever know if you're referring to me or him. I'm just listening. I'm I'm fidgeting a little bit. I'm going through some shit. We can hear all that. Yeah, literally, you can hear that. Like, So our, our microphones are super sensitive. And, that doesn't even and, matter. You're hooked up to the phone. His his phone <laughs> mic is sensitive enough to to. Were you paying bills? <laughs> well, <laughs> were you rummaging through the armrest of your car? <laughs> Neil gave me five minutes to be on the podcast, or he's going to pull all my shit off clockdodgers.com. So, fuck you, going Neil. Con- going through that contract. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> I'm just loud. Neil actually told me I just gave him one of the hardest podcasts to edit ever. So yeah, you're, you're, you're giving Jason a challenge tonight. I kind of like that. No, that's no, that's not true. Because I'm just gonna leave all that bullshit in, and then I'm gonna leave this bullshit in, and everybody like, oh yeah, that's why it's in. <laughs> it makes sense now, and, and it won't be at all because I have no idea how to get rid of any of that. Save you a little time. Um. All right. So. So we we answered the girly questions. Uh, MJ Baller asked why uh, why did you offer him Matt Jones and the Dynastar trade? And, and okay, so tell me what you guys think about this because the actual trade was my Kevin White with Matt Jones for his Kenneth Dixon. That's not a terrible trade offer. I mean, it, it, you know, I added Matt Jones is kind of just like if I'm giving away a running back. I don't mind getting a crappy one kicked back. Obviously, Matt Jones was not a centerpiece in that trade. It was about Kevin White and Dixon. Yeah, why don't you just release Matt Jones at that point? Because nobody wants him. I mean, at this point, though, in that league, you can't draft yet. And I have four or five empty roster spots. So it'd be pointless to drop him. You you might as well just. Were you just sending him over there? just, Just hoping that maybe he would have to drop somebody different? Because that's the only reason I'd throw Matt Jones. I mean, Matt Jones isn't going to play anywhere. So, I well, I was honestly I was kind of basing it off like myself, and I don't like to trade my running backs away, but sometimes it helps for me, even if I get a crappy one to add to my depth. Okay. I like running backs okay. a lot, so so I thought maybe like I I felt like the trade honestly was pretty fair with Kevin White and Dixon, but then I was just kind of like I'm just going to get throw this in and get it done and. He thought we were far off. I didn't think it was that crazy, though. No, it seemed e- it seems pretty even to me. Yeah, it's not that far off. It's not. It's not crazy. It's not crazy at all. I mean, and both players. I mean, there's there's concerns and upside with either of them. So look, you're talking about shitty running backs across the board. It's not like it's not like you're giving away something amazing and getting something shitty. It you're talking about below average 
starting running backs for these teams. Yeah. And I mean, Woodhead's with the Ravens now. I'm not a huge Woodhead fan, but who knows what's going to happen. You you already know we have four games with no Dixon. By week five, Kevin White could be a really hot wide receiver, or I get that he could have totally fallen off as well. But yeah, I don't think it's that crazy. As a Kevin White owner in a... In a dynasty league, by week five, he's going to be on the IR again. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so right when Dixon comes back, Kevin White will really be Really helping out. my Matt Jones and uh, Kevin White shares out. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, Debria1 wants to know, the Industrial Revolution changed the face of, modern, of the modern novel forever. Discuss, discuss citing specific examples. This is a tough question because I can't really read. But <clears throat> no, honestly, this this is man. How long do we have? <laughs> it's a podcast. There's, I mean, our, so, last, our last our last asshole. I mean, our last guest went two hours. I, I mean, I don't know if I can like. And, and honestly, I'll be. I don't read a ton of novels or anything like that, but the industrial revolution and how it changed America and our society and socially. And I, when I read that one, the best example I could think of was like from um, little house on the prairie to like leave it to beaver and just how much those lifestyles changed. And I mean, Nope. nope. See, here's, here's the only answer for that question. Okay. The Industrial Revolution, to me, is like a story I know called The Puppy Who Lost His Way. (laughs) The world was changing. The puppy was getting bigger. So you see, ladies and gentlemen, the puppy was like an industry in that they were both lost in the woods and nobody, especially the little boy, society, knew where to find them. Except that the puppy was a dog. But the industry, my friends, that was a revolution. I'm at a loss for words. It has nothing to do with what Jason said. I still haven't got over the fact that you just referenced Little House on the Prairie and Leave it to Beaver on this show. (laughs) What are we, 80? (laughs) Listen, you need to get out of the funk that you were in from that last shitty podcast you were on. With swag and what I think... Hear me out, though. No, no, no. So, wait. So, what I think... I think what Swag's not getting, and I think George probably doesn't get the reference either because he was staring at me as I read that back. I was, whatever. It was a Billy Ma- <laughs> it, that that is a Billy Madison reference. Yes, it is. And and so I read what Billy Madison wrote about that question, and then the follow up. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response. Were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. No, so I knew it was a Billy Madison reference. I, I didn't remember the, the principal's rebuttal, but I knew I had heard that story before. Well, when I saw the question came up, I, I had it pulled up so i could read that response because it's the only response you can give although apparently uh little house on the prairie <laughs> and leave the beaver are somehow, somehow socially acceptable <laughs> as well <laughs> uh we're just hitting all kinds of those tonight <laughs> uh 
All right, we'll move on to the next one. We got a couple here from uh, Andrew. Nine. We didn't even touch that one. That's okay. No, no, no. Seriously, that one was literally just a reference to Billy Madison. That's all it was. That's it. That is it. Nothing else. Uh, is it more important to love or to trust? Uh, probably to trust. I'll ask this: Can there be love without trust? Yeah, you can show love without trust. I don't think you can love without trust. But yeah, I don't think I don't know that you could love without trust. I, 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 I think, think that I think that love's kind of got. I think that love's sort of an action a little bit. I mean, you can you want to like somebody and then you have to show them your love and you got to continue to show them that love and. Um, but I think that once that trust goes away, you don't really want to love them anymore. Yeah, I, 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 if I can't trust you, there's no way in the world I could ever love you. So. Right. <laughs> uh, wait. <laughs> Just like, what, where are we? <laughs> Let's. Andrew Nine asks, "Can you play guitar? And if so, can you teach him? Can you play guitar?" No, sir. I cannot play guitar. No, and I can't either. I I can play uh, Guitar Hero. I can play my skin flute. <sighs> can I teach you? Mr. 2013 wants to know, is there any scenario that you wouldn't draft four running backs in a row to start your draft? If there's good wide receivers there. Last year, everybody was, I mean, would you agree last year, everybody was on the huge, like, zero RB thing, and I think some people still will be, but so dumb. our running backs just fell and fell and fell, so in all the leagues I was in, I was just like, how am I supposed to take Eric Decker over Melvin Gordon? Yeah, you're not supposed and, to. Right. Well, and It's so dumb, because there were so few elite talent running backs, but pretty, many, pretty much any Tom, Dick, and Harry could get you, like, fucking eight catches and 80 yards or 90 yards in a given fucking week. There were so many wide receivers that got... You could pick up wide receivers every week off the waiver wire, yep. and and then every week they'd be consistent. Yep. Yeah. You couldn't. There wasn't more than one or two running backs all year that you grabbed off the waiver wire and were like, "I'm set." It just didn't happen last year. I, all the guys you could pick up, like Jacquez Rogers, had a couple good games. Yes, he did. Got hurt. Helped me get Antonio Brown. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of those guys, though. You got a few games out of Terrence West, and some of those guys just came and went. Right, you didn't get it consistent, but you could pick up a wide receiver in the middle of the in the middle of the year and hang on to him. Tyreek Hill, exactly. Yeah, there, there were guys every week you could pull and and, and expect. A, and I'm not saying you're going to get. Tw- I'm not saying you're going to get 20 or 30 points from these guys in a in a one point PPR, but like you get 10, 15 every week from some of these guys picking them up in the middle of the season. So it's like. I don't understand the idea of running back zero. It, it just made no sense to me. There's so few elite talent running backs. So if you don't get one, they're, what they're what you're hoping with is is with your zero RB is that, and unlike last year where really running backs didn't get hurt that often, you're hoping that the starting running back gets hurt, and then you have either the backup or the next man up to pair with now what you would have as an elite wide receiver. And historically, running backs get injured a lot more than running backs. Two years ago, yeah. two years ago, it was just an anomaly. Every fucking week, a running back went down. Last year, it was the opposite. Every week, you didn't have running backs going down. And it'll be like... You're looking for your Geos and your Riddicks and yep. the Powells and all those late guys to hit after you draft all your wide receivers. Yep. 
I mean, I, I watched some guys putting wide receivers on their bench before they had any other position. And for me, like to not have a running back by round two, I don't feel good at all. Well, that makes no sense. Why would you put a stud wide receiver on your bench where he's going to go out and score every fucking week? Yes, on your bench before you go out and take your running backs. That makes no yeah. sense to me. None whatsoever. So what do you mean for a bye week? Please. But yeah, but I mean, once you're getting to your third, fourth, or fifth wide receiver and some with how many flexes you have, I mean, you're you're well into the fourth or fifth round and they're not stud wide receivers anymore. You're just being stubborn about running backs in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. You're just doing it because it doesn't make yeah. sense. It's not a sound strategy. I, I I think all of us can agree that we're n- not myself, not Jason, nor you are uh, proponents of the zero running back strategy. No, I love my running backs. That's, that is correct. Neil Nagel 22 wants to know how many hours of sleep a night you get on average. Four, five. I think I average yeah. about that. I, some nights I fall asleep in my chair, and then I get about seven or eight. What's been happening to me lately is I fall asleep in my chair early, and then I wake up around eleven thirty, and then I can't get back to bed until about two thirty, and I have to be up for work about five forty-five. Yeah, if, if I sleep six hours or so, I, I can't. And if I'm even disturbed a little bit, I can't get back to sleep. So that's about the max, and that's a long night of sleep for me. Yeah, I do. On average, I do about six. Now, when I was working night shift, that that statement is is incorrect. I, yep. I, I liked working night shift. I didn't like the hours, and it it didn't help that I never got to see the wife. I mean, I would go, which is every married man's dream. They say is you know, come home, go to sleep, get up. Wife's already gone to work. You don't have to deal with her for five or six nights in a row. But it it gets old after a while where you don't get to see her. Yeah, you don't. It's it takes a function out of your life that you're really used to. You take it for granted for sure. Yep. Yeah, I didn't get. To I see mean, even. Go ahead. go ahead. Sorry. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, even with uh, some of the hours I work and going to work at four a.m. and then coming home and everybody, a lot of times they're like, "Oh, but you get out so early." And dude, by the time I'm with the family, I'm a zombie. I, I have like a very worthless side, and, and you're trying. It's not that you want to be, but you're just kind of like, "Oh, what'd you say?" Like. You just don't function, you know. It, it's tough, and then you have to grind through the rest of the night, get the family to bed, and uh, yeah, I don't know. And then people will tell you, "Oh, just take a nap when you get home." I'm worse when you take a nap. I'm worse when oh, I take yeah. a nap during the day. I'll wake up and I'll feel like I'll feel like just completely out of it. Um, do you see that other? What was that other uh, Adam Sandler movie? Click. You know, when he'd like fast forward through parts and his, his body was just there, just going through the motions. If I take like a 30 or 45 minute nap during the day and wake back up, that's how I feel like the rest of my day goes. Yep. Like I'm there, but I'm just going through the motions. I'm just yeah. like, I'm just like running out the clock till I go back to bed. And then by the time you get back, even if you do get woke up finally, then it's, you're struggling to go back to sleep that night. Yep. yep. So the one good thing that, that happened when I was on night shift is I got to talk to Swag quite a bit. Uh, hey, thanks, home. man. Hey, nope, dude. Honestly, I absolutely enjoyed our conversations. Uh, I, co- I did as well. I'd come home and you were the only person up, and we'd just sit there and BS for at least a couple hours almost every night. That was great. More BSing? Yeah, that falls under the more BSing. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so Swag gets about four to five. Jason gets about four to five. I get about five to six. Uh, Neil, just so you know, 
Andrew Nine has some obsession with the Patriots, apparently. Uh, he wants to know, is Malcolm Mitchell the wide receiver one? Should I take a Patriots defense late in the second round? Malcolm Butler and Gilmore are going to be good. Question mark. Knock yourself out. That's a little late for me to take a defense, especially one that good. So I'd probably jump on them in the first round. I, I, all serious lists, I do not think Malcolm Mitchell will be the wide receiver one. No, I. But I don't want anybody on the Patriots. No, not not at the not at the price that it's going to cost for you to get them. Maybe Brady, but even then, I won't draft a quarterback as early as Brady's going to go. Uh, I, I there's just too many targets. There's too many players. You don't know who's going to get what. You've got Gronk, yep. Malcolm Mitchell, Brandon Cooks, uh, Edelman. They throw it to the fucking running backs. You don't know which running back they're going to throw it to. I don't want nothing to do with, with that offense at all. Just nothing. And it's easier to get one of those quarterbacks late than it is to get one of those tight ends late even. I'll take some of those late guys all day. Yeah, yeah, no. I My advice, anybody who is drafting a Patriots player, unless you're a fan of the team, just stay the fuck away from them. You're, you're going to be you're gonna overpay big time for anybody on the Patriots offense. That's that's my my professional advice. Or trade them to an, a Patriots fan because they'll overpay too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we got a couple questions here from uh, your tag team partner on two drink. The, on we the, should call two podcast. drink, and you should tell him that I I gave him his number, and you think it's me. Pretend you're talking to me. You should prank two drink. <laughs> you know, if we had that planned before we started, we absolutely could have worked with that. Oh, and Maybe I'll have you know, I'll have you know because it's out by the time that this one comes out. We spent a good portion of last week's show calling DP Swagzilla. Yeah, just for the fun of it. Yeah, yeah just so you know, we had so we we had uh, Dark Pikey on. And the whole show, we kept calling him Swagzilla. <laughs> it, was, it was. It got to the point where it became rather amusing. Can't wait. Well, it's funny because he tagged me one day in uh, the Metalheads chat, and he's like, "You're gonna really like the break from gr- the grind chat, the next break from the grind." And I was like, "I like it." Thought there's nobody on. It was the first thing I thought. You kind of saw me in Clock Dodgers that one morning, kind of yeah. like what? Like, yeah. Oh yeah, I tried but, to downplay it. Oh, by the way, thank you for helping me set up the greatest April Fools. In oh, fantasy man. life Thank app you. podcast history, <laughs> is it is it wrong that that made half of my whole April Fool's Day like that? Just like I was showing everybody, and I thought it was just the most genius thing I've done in my life. No, is that it was, bad? It was absolutely. It was beautiful because it, it started off with you saying you were on the show, and I read it and I'm like, well, what if he was on the show? Or what if I just made a podcast that said "fools you" with Darth Helmet? And then put 45 minutes of dead air so people will actually listen for a while and try and figure out what's wrong with the podcast. Yeah. I got, I got so much. And you much- even had your outro. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. I, I got so much shit for that podcast. I, I woke up and I'm like looking through my phone through all my notifications. And I'm looking and I'm like, there's a break from the grind podcast with Swagzilla. What the fuck did I miss? Because I didn't know anything about it. So I start playing it, and it, it's got the intro, and then it's like, I fools you, and it was something else, and then it's just dead silence. And I'm like, 
this is fucking awesome. <laughs> and, and, and I got so much shit from the app for that. It wasn't even funny, but I think we had like, what? Actually, I'll look it up right now. I think we had like 50 downloads. Almost 50 downloads of, nice. of that April Fool's joke. Just so you know. <laughs> so that should make you feel great. Oh, that's awesome. We got 50 people. And 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 in true laziness fashion, I left it up way after. I mean, it's still up now. So I left it up way after April Fool's. So it seems like it's becoming a habit for these interviews that they're becoming two-parters. I don't know if the guests are talking a lot more or we're interrupting and going down a lot more of like these rabbit holes. I, I think it's we're getting more and more popular as our number of listeners have increased to 8.5. We're getting more and more questions, which yeah. is good. That, that might be too. Um, and then every question leads to some interesting discussion. And about halfway through each question, I like zone out and start reading the internet. <laughs> and then I try to zone back in in time to answer the next question. You know what I'm 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 really proud about? We have answered almost every question that's ever been asked to us. Has there any has there been any one that we haven't answered? Well, I mean, some people don't know if Elon Musk is musky. I know, you know. But I'd never answer that question. But we did answer it. We answered it on the interview with Donald Trump. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah. So, well, Donald Trump wanted to know. Yeah. And, and listen, when you have the sitting president ask you if somebody's a little musky, you have no choice but to answer. Well, he's talking about making him part of the cabinet. It's, and if you want to hear that show and you want to hear the discussion we had, you have to go back into the archives and find that episode. Yep. It's it's in there somewhere. Just start picking random ones, download yep. them, and listen. Yep. Uh, I think we might have done it during our one of our football picks uh, episodes. Probably. It's probably like an Easter egg. Do you remember how... So do you realize how far we've come from our terrible football picks to where we're at right now? <laughs> to our terrible guest interviews? I'd rather have terrible guest interviews than those terrible football picks that we used to do. Hey, those, some of those were fun, just nobody the, listened to them. They were fun, but A, nobody listened to them. B, they weren't really that good. And it was a lot of research. It was a ton of research. Now we don't have to do any research at all. <laughs> no, we just let you guys ask. We, we have streamlined it, Jason. <laughs> Smarter, not harder. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, enjoy. Oh, wait. No, you know what? This is the outro. I'm going to edit this. I was going to say enjoy the f- second half of our. Oh, wait. Is this the first half? This is the outro. Okay. Because we're doing the outro first. Fuck, I'm so confused. And then we're doing the intro. How do, how do time change movies keep <laughs> up with the fucking... I don't understand. I don't get it. So for for those of you that don't know, we've recorded like multiple intros and outros tonight, and I've totally lost the continu- continuity of where we are right now. So what I'm going to say is, on the Fantasy Life app, I'm at Dr. Mill. I'm at Geo. You can reach us at our website, www.bftgpodcast.com. You can reach us on our Gmail at bftgpodcast at gmail.com. You can catch us on Twitter at bftgpod. And you can find the podcast on Podbean, on iTunes, and on Stitcher. Just search for Break from the Grind and click the little subscribe button. And please leave us a review. And thank you for taking a break from your daily grind. <laughs>